0: How would you go about um, describing who you are in mm-hmm. just
1: a couple of sentences? Yeah. Um, as we've already indicated, Mark, uh, my my name is uh, Sia. Uh, in full, it's uh, Sia Bulela, um, and then the, the last name is is Panchwa. Um, I am a Sinner. Uh, saved by the grace of God Um, I am uh, loved uh, by God uh, chosen before the foundation of the world uh, to be in in Christ uh, Jesus Uh, I am originally from uh, um, Tata Uh, it it is a a small town in in the Eastern Cape Uh, that's uh, that's where I uh, lived uh, most of my life and went to uh, school um, by the grace of God, I was uh, converted uh, in 2009. Um, I, uh, I suspect that I came uh, across the, the gospel through, through the ministry of, of Billy Graham, um, you know, listening to his uh, uh, evangelistic classics, uh, you know, those black and uh, white classics. Um, I was confronted by the good news uh, there. I was uh, convicted of sin. Uh, of righteousness uh, and 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 of the the coming judgment, uh, and I realized my need for a, a savior, and I placed my faith in in Christ Jesus um, that that year. Um, now I I can't exactly pinpoint the 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 exact uh, date. Um, well, well, hang on, wait a minute. Let me let me just cut in
0: there and ask a couple of questions because. Um, even as you're talking, I'm thinking like Umtata, Eastern Cape. I'm from the Eastern Cape. Obviously, that's why I think that you're cool. Yeah. Um, I'm from Port Elizabeth, uh, okay. closer to the coast, uh, yes. where the waves are bigger. and uh, Six hours away
1: from Umtata, yeah? Six
0: hours away, but, but I have gone through Umtata once or twice with my parents when I was a kid. Okay. B- beyond the geographic location of where you were born, you were listening to Billy Graham on black and white We're talking like vintage Billy Graham With yes. his finger wagging and reminding men that they must be born again Exactly How, how did you come across
1: Billy Graham? Um, it's an interesting story So <clears throat> my father was, uh, you know, he was, he was keen on, on introducing us to uh, Christian uh, teaching um, and And this was particularly because uh, when when young kids are exposed to to some christian uh, teaching, uh, they can adopt uh, a Christian uh, morality which uh, keeps them away from drugs uh, uh, keeps them away from uh, sinful living, uh, gets them to be serious about school uh, and and focus on 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 their grades uh, he he 's not converted but he i think he he picked up on on the the external benefits of of christianity and so this is what he would do uh he he would uh sometimes uh require of us to 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 listen to uh uh, 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 uh tbn uh, to watch uh, uh tbn on on a couple of times uh, on saturday uh, and so sometimes uh because i wanted to obey my my dad uh, i uh, I came across uh, this uh, preacher who was a, a powerful preacher um and his preaching uh, arrested my attention he was very different from other preachers on TBN that's that's what I initially noticed um most of the 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 preachers in that uh, in that channel they they emphasized blessing Uh, they emphasized uh, material prosperity um, but he emphasized the the need for uh, uh, a savior uh, and the need to to repent of sin uh, and to place your faith in in christ jesus so initially i noticed that this man's ministry and his preaching uh, is very distinct and and different um, so yeah that's that's that 's how I, I I came across uh, the, the the good news uh, the gospel of christ Billy Graham being a good
0: baptist uh, preacher a uh, godly man um, and uh, i 've also enjoyed just listening to him preach uh, listening to uh, the gospel going out with such fervor and mm. urgency, a real unction. Uh, in the man um, very interesting just hearing how your dad <coughs> brought you um toward uh, listening yes uh, to uh, uh, and and how God brought you to the gospel yes um, uh, brother what then brought you up to Gauteng
1: in Joburg <coughs> um, yep. so in 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 Johannesburg i uh, I, uh, I i came through a a church plant uh, known as as hope uh, bible church um, now, now Hope Bible Church uh, is a church that was planted by the Emmanuel Baptist Church. It's an interesting story. So, um, after a couple of years, uh, after having been converted and and born again through through the power of God, um, I had a particular interest to communicate the good news uh, to. Uh, to, to to the people in in my town, uh, to the people in my community, um, so I took up open air preaching. Um, mm. I started open air preaching. Uh, we bought uh, a two step ladder, uh, and we we, we began open air preaching. Um, and there was this brother who uh, who who joined and tagged along uh, in this uh, in this in this ministry who was studying in Blomfontein. Um, and he also took up to to open a preaching so he would open a preach in Bloemfontein a couple of times uh, and on this one occasion he just invited me to come to Bloemfontein and help him out with with uh, the open a preaching ministry and so I was intending uh, initially planning to to stay in Bloemfontein for two weeks and so I went to Bloemfontein we started open a preaching um, but as the lord was drawing people you know after preaching people would come to us and say listen which church do you guys go to we 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 want to listen to 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 this we we want to hear more um, and so me and the brother were were very uh, burdened to to find a a good solid gospel proclaiming, uh, proclaiming church in 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 Bloemfontein um, so I, I got on the internet I remember that on the internet I had uh, come across a missions organization known as Hard Cry
0: yes.
1: um, and I remember that Hard Cry was supporting a missionary in Bloemfontein uh, and who had planted a church in Bloemfontein um, and so I went to their site um, I uh, read there that uh, this church planter's name was Richard Raven yeah. the church was Hope Bible Church we had been passing this church on so many occasions whilst we were going to open a preach um it it was it was quite funny but this this one day we decided you no know, let's let's go to this church let's see if it is you know this 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 solid church that we uh, that 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 i've've I've read about we were initially hesitant um, uh, because my my experiences with with some churches uh w- was not very pleasant but uh, but we decided to go uh, on a, on a Sunday morning uh, by the grace of God um, we heard the good news. we knew uh, that this is a, a church that is committed to preaching the Bible. Um and so we became members in that uh, in that church. Uh, I stayed in Bloemfontein for a year um and and a couple of months. Long story short, through the church uh, that is located in Bloemfontein. Um I, I then moved to, to 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 Johannesburg as as a as a pastoral intern under the the ministry of of Gaspreach it. Um yeah.
0: Now I I mean you you mentioned You mentioned Richard Raven, and you mentioned uh, the church in Bloemfontein, you Mm. mentioned HeartCry, HeartCry is obviously the organization that's associated with Paul Washer, uh, that comes out of the States, and I know that that, uh, that that church was supported. Um. Uh, uh. Through Heart Crime yes. Ministries as well, so close associations with another gifted evangelist, and so you saved under <laughs> Billy Graham, an evangelist. You yes. go to a church that's kind of like pouring out, uh, in, uh, out of the ministry of an evangelist, and you get there because you bought a two-step ladder. <laughs> you yeah. were evangelizing in your city. <laughs> yes. I, I yes. can see that God has given you an evangelistic heart, and yeah. um, just by nature. Okay, yes. that that's great, and 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 I do want to draw that out soon. But at the same time, I, I want to introduce the the listeners uh, to Marco, um, who is on the line as well. Marco, brother, uh, just to bring you in at this stage, uh, are, are you with us?
2: I am. Thanks, Mark.
0: Hey, man. Good it's, to see you, see you. It's so good to hear your voice.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, and, and brother, um, I, I realize that we're sitting in different time zones. Uh, what is the time at the moment uh, where you're at and, and where are you? In the world,
2: I am uh, in Kansas City, Missouri, so in the kind of central area of the United States, so central standard time. We're seven hours behind you, so it is
0: 2.26. In 2.26 in the morning. Now would be a great time to just stand up and shout at the top of your voice, <laughs> Hallelujah, and wake up the rest of the home. I'm just kidding. I would
2: love to, (laughs) but our 19-month-old daughter is sleeping upstairs. Oh,
0: (laughs) that is is so precious, man. (laughs) Congratulations on the birth of your child. Marco, I'm so glad to bring you into this conversation. You know, I I, I introduced Sia, I don't know if you were with us from the beginning of the show And just uh, uh, spoke of my appreciation for him Just, uh, you know, sitting in fraternals, listening to his heart for firstly church planting And then his heart for an area down the road And we're going to get to all of that now but, but really, those same accolades I could say of you, brother. I, I also met you in fraternals, uh, kind of you know, sitting uh, around tables, uh, seeing this guy with a with a funny accent uh, from the states. Um, sat next to you a couple of times. Uh, became very aware of your earnest nature. I mean, if I if I spoke of gravitas for for Sia, I, I must speak of earnestness when I speak of Marco. Just a real when it comes to God and the things of God and handling the Word of God, um, you you ask the most awkward questions that really pierce to the heart of man. Always <laughs> loved that about you, um. But 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 today we're talking about about. Township reformation, and I guess speaking to a guy in Kansas, Missouri, on the other side of the world, that might seem a, an odd conversation. But, but you've gone on a on a journey too. Do you, do you want to just take us through some of your journey as to how, 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 why are we talking to you? Um, and why you make sense for this particular show?
2: I'm not sure how much sense I make for the show, but I took the invitation you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm from upstate New York, Northeast United States, was raised in an Italian American home growing up, a Roman Catholic upbringing. I don't think I really heard or encountered the gospel in a meaningful way until I graduated from university and started working as a chemist in upstate New York. It was just a co worker. So you have Sia's experience with a, a public figure. You know, on television, just uh, a big-time evangelist, and mine is similar but very different, just a faithful uh, co-worker who just befriended me and within a few months of our friendship uh, shared his testimony with me, the gospel, uh, asked me sort of John Blanchard-esque ultimate questions, and then invited me to study scripture with him. And that began a three-year journey, and at some point in there, Um, I started to understand the gospel more clearly, my need for a savior, and um, that I could only be saved by Christ, not by works, uh, my own sinfulness, just core essentials of the gospel. Not sure when I was converted to Christ, but things just sort of gradually became clearer to me and uh, subsequently looked more and more to Christ away from myself uh, in months and years ahead. I went out to seminary at the Master Seminary in Los Angeles, California, um, from 2013 to 2000, no, sorry, 2010 to 2014, and while I was out there, I took uh, a couple short-term uh, ministry trips to South Africa, and that connected me with Christ Seminary up in Olaquani. Um and from there, I developed some relationships with, um, yeah, people teaching there, people in the church There, Um, So my interest in uh, missions outside of the U.S. uh, grew while I was out at seminary, and connections in Africa continued, particularly South Africa. So eventually what brought me over to South Africa was a fellow student at the seminary, Richard Peskett, who was planting a church out of Antioch Bible Church down uh, in Nelsprite. And so he asked me to prayerfully consider... Maybe uh, joining him there and, and just spending some time with him, and, and in, just sort of investigating, exploring the potential of how that could work there. Yeah. So, went to Nelspruit for about six months. Ended up back at we should call it kind of the mother church, the planting church uh, in Johannesburg, Antak Bible Church, as a pastoral assistant, and spent three years there uh, from May 2017 to about March of 2020. And it was really during that time that um, I became much more uh, personally aware of and uh, involved in what you might call kind of township type, informal settlement type industry.
0: Mm. Brother, you have wheel spun through so much ground and and dropped so much stuff. I'd love to. I'd love to just jump into I mean master's seminary when I think of master's seminary I think of grace community church John MacArthur what a blessing to have studied there am I allowed to be a little bit envious uh, of the opportunities that you've had um Christ seminary I mean some of my favorite people in the world have studied at Christ seminary when you came you know back uh, to South Africa and went up to Polokwane, so Gideon and Penny he's been on the show uh was at Christ seminary Uh, We've spoken um, uh, to a number of graduates uh, over the course of the last year and even Tyrell before me uh, of guys that have come out of Christ seminary they really have been producing uh, Good Men Uh, That's also a Masters Academy International which is uh, attached to um, Master Seminary in the states uh, as a kind of like a uh, the, the, there 's a relationship between those organizations um uh, and then you spoke about richard pescott uh, i I love that man, love nellpre bible church actually i was I was driving in to radio pulpit this morning and while I was driving I, I kind of I sent a couple of voice notes to a few people and uh, if I had any more time, I would have sent a voice note to Richard just to remind him that I love him and that i 'm praying for him uh, good man, good church out there. In, in Nullsprite I think I'm going to be Involved in their church camp this year So there's a connection there as well Marco <laughs> we're, 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 we're Close brother um, And then Antioch on the West Rand um, Yeah just uh, been a blessing To Crystal Park Baptist Church the church that I serve over many years uh, most recently, uh, they sent us uh, twenty copies of Biblical Doctrine by MacArthur and Mayhew that we're going to be using for our training for church leaders and Bible study leaders. And so, yeah, just really grateful for partnerships and for connections with many of the churches that you have mentioned. Um, I, I, I see how you have have ended up on on our shores, and uh, yeah, glad glad to hear that you've been uh, uh, interacting with us. Marco, you, you're coming back to Africa, right? I mean, um, we're not talking to you about township reformation because you've written a paper or something, but your your heart is to is to is to head back to our shores and to do a work, yeah, in South Africa.
2: It is, yeah, and you can be praying for that. But yeah, it's our intentions. Um, we had visas that were granted um, by a South African consulate uh, earlier this year, so we're really thankful for that. And so it's just a matter of some logistics falling into place, and we'd like to come back later in the year and continue work
0: there. Mm. And we're going to talk about that work and talk about uh, aspirations and and what that looks like and the heart for planting into township shortly. But but I think maybe maybe what we should do is just set a biblical kind of theology or framework um, when we talk about 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 planting in general and because in some senses whilst I might be in a suburban setting um, and you might be looking at at Reimsich or or Zundsprayt what the ultimate aim for each one of us um, is to see a God glorifying church which honors Christ and which is a shining beacon of light uh, in a dark world planted all over our land um, and so m- maybe we should just start by talking about the definition of church planting like w- what is church planting I- I'm assuming it doesn't change depending on where you plant geographically so m- maybe see, let- a let's start with you brother what
1: is church planting? yeah um, I would say that uh, church planting uh, is uh, uh, establishing uh, a, uh, a church in a particular location. Uh, so it's, it's establishing a church in a particular location. But the question is, um, what is a church? Uh, what is a church? Um, based on the biblical data um, that, that we have from, from the New Testament, um, a, a church is a, a, a community of saints. Uh, it is a, a group of saints. Uh, that are, are committed to a meeting uh, with 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 one another uh, for the purpose of of worship, uh, for uh, for the purpose of hearing the uh, the the gospel, the good news um and and for participation in, in the sacraments. And by sacraments I mean baptism and uh and, and and the Lord's Supper. And so wherever this uh community uh is realized in a particular location you have uh, a, a church being being planted. Mm. Anything to
0: add to that marker, just as we as we start off by just, just talking about churches and definitions of churches.
2: No, I, I don't think really it's anything substantial. Just to say, I, I'm glad we're defining terms because it's just so important, right? Because mm. thought about other definitions, words like missions, missionaries, church planting, church planters. Um, I think if yeah, if we're not careful, it can get so unhelpfully broad um, that it tends to include almost any Christian doing anything. Uh, in an area, so I'm, I'm glad that we're, if we're going to be narrower, I appreciate what C. has said. Is we want to look at the biblical data because that's our authority by which to, to define these things. And for me, just to put it in in one line, and I'm I'm quoting from a missiologist, J. D. Payne. He's just simply said, and I, I think this squares with what I've seen in the New Testament. Uh, Church planting is evangelism that results in new churches. Evangelism the, uh,
0: that results in new churches.
2: Yeah, it's really simple. Um, pretty narrow, though, but I think that it bears out in the New Testament. But, and then, as Sia said, then we have to unpack what we mean by a church. But yeah, just evangelism that results in new churches.
0: And guys, I mean, j- j- just to say, we, we're talking about the local church here, and uh, and Christ's heart is for the church. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's the church that he will establish. It's the church that he will protect. Um, it's the church that he will build. Uh, and w- we do we appreciate that there is a universal church that is the bride of Christ but that church needs to be manifest I mean uh, we need churches that we can work out our salvation in <laughs> mm. you know practice the one and others um, That that we can actually do the kinds of imperatives that the New Testament puts down into black and white that, that we can exercise those um, with believers um, Believers that are seeking to glorify God and be discipled, and we can be discipled alongside of them. So y- you said, Marco, and uh, uh, you said that it is evangelism that results in a church. Um, evangelism that results in a church. Well, well, you've already kind of begun the the move towards practical steps that are required to establish a church. But but what are the what are some of the things that than we see in God's word in terms of establishing local churches.
2: Yeah. So, from my reading of of the Book of Acts, um, personally, uh, when I think about being a church planter and church planting, I, I want to take my cues um, from the Apostle Paul. I just my sense as I read the New Testament is that he's sort of thrust forward in the providence of God uh, and captured. Uh, by the Holy Spirit and his works and words in the book of Acts and his letters. And so as I look to Paul as an example there in the New Testament, the church planter, particularly it's Acts 13 and 14 that I think really gives us an essential um, description of what's involved in church planting. And again, as I've studied there, as as you guys are looking there, um, there are aspects of uh, his work that's going on there that I would not personally see as normative and, and abiding for application in in my life and ministry. Well, nowadays. hang on, um, hang on. Wait,
0: yeah. can we just just when you say normative, like that is a sure. big Christian word? What do you mean by that?
2: Yeah, I just mean I don't understand certain aspects of Paul's ministry. To I don't expect them to be continuing and ongoing uh, in in my time and in my ministry. Um, so, just maybe to give two brief examples, one would be Paul had a uh, a custom. Uh, Luke says, as was his custom, when he would come into a new city, he would go to the synagogue uh, first and reason there with the Jews from the Scriptures. And so I. I don't personally feel that that is a normative abiding aspect of church planting that's essential for me to carry out uh, in Zonspray. Maybe particularly because there are no <laughs> synagogues there, but uh, sure. But aside from that, it's a hermeneutical, it's an interpretational uh, issue. So that's yes. just one example.
0: Yeah. Great. Um uh, in anything else to add just in terms of steps. I mean just practical steps yeah. for church establishment.
2: Sure. So So as I look at Acts 13 and 14, I've sort of distilled the data I see there into kind of three steps, three headings. Uh, The first would be proclaiming the gospel to the lost Mm. with the aim of making disciples. Mm. The second would be taking those who respond positively to the gospel, those who believe in Christ, baptizing them, and then gathering them together into a local community that luke calls there in chapter 13 and 14 or chapter the end of chapter 14 a church so establishing a church now gathering them together further instructing establishing them in the gospel and apostolic doctrine and practice and then third seeking to appoint uh, qualified local leaders known as elders and then moving on to uh, replicate that work in other places so leaving an autonomous um, local
0: church. I, I love the I love the three steps. I love the sentences. You know, just trying to distill the sentences down to single words. I'm I'm thinking the first one was evangelism, but really with the aim of making disciples. So make disciples. The second was teaching, um, and then the third related to leadership and possibly constitution. Um, I, I just want to. I just want to highlight that making disciples um, bit because often when we come to the Great Commission uh, we think of the first verb in that sentence which is a participle that we're to go and we put a lot of emphasis on going on evangelizing and Sia I mean you the guy on the two-step ladder um, Proclaiming the gospel In the middle of a city center I I mean that kind of boldness In evangelism, I love that Uh, And I think that that is is Some of the missing secret sauce that makes The church stand out um, In the apostolic era And will make the church stand out in our era I get so excited when I hear of evangelists Being bold in and around Johannesburg, I think of Craig Diadu Preaching in the middle of Johannesburg and in um, uh, in in the centre of Benoni and, and and other places, but you very specifically, Marco said, evangelism with the aim of making disciples. And when I think of that uh, that great commission, the main verb uh, in that commission is to make disciples. Why this emphasis on disciple making? here what, what what's the importance of disciple, and 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 what differentiates a, a disciple from you know people that Attend church on a Sunday, or or, or people that watch TBN because <laughs> their dad told them to. Why the emphasis on disciple making when it comes to the establishment of local churches?
1: Um, yeah, I, I I think the the, the importance um, is uh, is that God is uh, concerned. Uh, about his glory on the earth, um, he is uh, concerned about um, uh, having uh, people um, uh, act out their Christianity, live out their Christianity uh, on the ground um, so Disciple means a learner uh, it also means a follower um, so we we are followers of Jesus Christ we are learners of of, of Jesus Christ uh, Jesus Christ uh, says that uh, uh, a disciple when uh, he has been fully taught will be like uh, his his teacher um, so the the, the 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 I think that the primary objective of God is to uh, create uh, and to make a people uh, who look like his son uh, to uh, as uh, Romans chapter uh, 8 uh, I believe says that uh, uh, he predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. So in mm. other words uh, the, the goal of God uh, mm. in sending his son into the world um, yes it is for the salvation of the world but uh, also for, uh, for, 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 for the image of Christ uh, to be reflected and born uh, in, in those people um, mm. to have those people behave, speak and act like 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 jesus christ um, and and the context of the church is is very helpful to that regard, uh, so uh, we we need I- each other uh, to inform one another about biblical truths so as to uh, uh, to shape one another and to mold one another into the image into the image of 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 Jesus Christ so I would say that's I, I believe that that is why God is concerned about about discipleship, about disciples. He is concerned about it because he loves his son Mm. um, and he would have uh, people uh, reflect uh, the image of his son here on on earth. Um, Yeah. I mean just to
0: sound back some of what you said if I've understood it correctly and and I'm in agreement is really disciple making is a communal activity and it's God's intent that we be conformed to the image of our son and he does that in the context of a local church. Exactly. Uh, I mean uh, that's excellent. I I love the point that Marco made in terms of in terms of uh, evangelize to make disciples as the aim, I love the point that you've made in terms of discipleship being a communal activity. And then you you also continued the continuum uh, that Marco uh, originally spoke about, that came out of uh, Acts 13 and 14. Uh, that continuum of disciple making uh, and then teaching um, toward leadership. In other words, there's, there's a maturing in our in our in our. In our sanctification In our mm. becoming progressively Like Jesus Christ There's a maturing uh, In that process Mar- Marco you, you spoke about The apostolic teaching If I remember correctly When you were talking uh, you, you were talking about uh, About enriching people And the understanding of God's word uh, In the apostolic teaching Now we see that in Acts chapter 2 Right verse uh, I'm going with 42 That they were devoted To the to the apostles teaching The breaking of bread And fellowship And to prayer um, And we see this devotion To the apostolic teaching The whole way through The book of Acts um, And then we see it reflected In the epistles That are sent to churches Again it's, it's Paul the apostle That's sending churches when you're talking about teaching, so in other words, maturing disciples, how does that teaching work? And again, just like really, really practical. How do, how do you get taught in the context of a local church? Sio was talking about these relationships that are good for our growth.
2: Uh, well, it could come in a, a number, you know, a variety of, of ways. Um, I mean, in a, in a real simple grassroots kind of communal way that, maybe was alluded to earlier, I think, of Paul's letter to the Romans. Um, I think it's in chapter 15. Uh, Yeah, not finding it right now, but um, yeah. Verse 14, I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to instruct one another. Mm. And so teaching instruction uh, happens just believer to believers, we're we're interacting um, regularly in the body of Christ with each other uh, in very informal ways. We should be instructing and teaching each other that way. Um, Yeah, teaching that that sort of just among um, the the regular um, members of a local church can happen in more sort of formal ways, uh, say one-to-one or one-to-two or three uh, mentoring, discipleship, whatever term we want to use for that. That's something that, um, that we've been involved in in Zonspray. Um We've made use of uh, the discipleship manual um, from Brackenhurst Baptist Church. Uh, we had been using that at Antioch, and so we've used that also in really, you know, the Great Commission Make Disciples, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And so we've made use of that material and just going through, I think it's about 22 lessons um, of what it means to follow Christ in in different areas of life in the the body, in the church and individually as well and then probably the most sort of uh, formal, I guess uh, if I could use that word form of teaching is going to happen in uh, sort of more corporate meetings and those can take different forms. Those could be a a midweek meeting where only part of a congregation is together, and someone is going to stand perhaps up front and and give some teaching, some instruction from the scriptures, explaining the Word of God and trying to help apply it to the listeners' lives to promote further meditation and application. And then perhaps it may hit its pinnacle, its its apex, at the weekly church meeting uh, on a Sunday, Uh, where, depending on how one structures their meetings, um, you may have a more participatory meeting happening um, during part of your church meeting where multiple people perhaps may teach from the Word of God, exhort comfort um, from scriptures and shorter combinations. And then usually what will happen in in most typical local churches um, is uh, one person, perhaps an elder or someone who's, Uh, recognized in some way as having an ability and aptness, you know, to teach, to open up the scriptures, is going to uh, perhaps give a more protracted, lengthy exposition um, of scripture. Uh, Again, just trying to explain the scriptures and apply them to the hearers.
0: No Marco I I love that answer Like for for a start uh, I love you going to Romans chapter 15 Verse 14 Uh, I love the one another's In God's word You know Love one another Encourage one another Exhort one another Build one another up Carry one another's burdens. These are things that happen within the context of community. That's why local church is so important. And within the context of that community, we have this instruction to instruct one another. And so that that, that means that it's not the pastor's role to do all the instruction. This is again a communal activity. Now it might be true, like you said, an elder uh, might bring the exposition on a Sunday. You know, somebody who's gifted to teach and recognized as a teacher but in reality Teaching God's word happens All week long it happens Men to men it happens Women to women it happens Parents to children it happens Older folk to younger folk Uh, The bottom line is we really Need to move from our minds This idea that church happens On a Sunday it's a corporate gathering Of one and a quarter hours Where the pastor has 30 minutes To say his say before we go Home and have Sunday lunch Uh, I mean it, it is intended to be more than that This disciple making process mm. In community uh, With one another That God might be glorified I want to say A number of people On Facebook On WhatsApp Have been uh, encouraging you guys Have been enjoying The conversation uh, Amongst them uh, I saw uh, Tinker Jones uh, Really enjoying the conversation I saw uh, Fatima um And Justin, thank you guys for your comments Uh, You can join this conversation uh, uh, Listener, as you Listen in on Township Reformation, we're going to be shifting gears uh, Shortly, um, probably in the Second hour, towards the Specifics of Townships, the Complexities, the challenges And the peculiar joys Of being involved in These ministries in the second hour Um, But you can already start to Get voice notes rolling in and comments rolling in, you can do that on Facebook, the Facebook page is uh, Radio Pulpit Radio Console Um, and so you can engage with us in the comments on the stream at the moment you can also join us on Twitter the Twitter handle is 657 AM, 657 AM and then WhatsApp and Telegram voice notes, really enjoy those 082 657 Two nine, get those voice notes rolling in maybe as we come up to the hour we've got five minutes to go or so um as we come up to the hours here at what point um at what point is the church ready um to be constituted when when should we call a group of believers a church when, when are they a church when aren't they a church? I guess some of that you kind of answered in your definition of of what makes a church as I think mm. back to your definition right at the beginning um, but when should a group of believers function as a church um, and, and yeah. what practical ways what practical steps need to be taken as part of that process?
1: Yeah um, I think a key word uh, is, uh, is the word commitment um there there needs to be a a commitment uh, to to one another yeah um, there there needs to be a a commitment uh, to meeting together uh, for the purpose of worship uh, for the purpose of of hearing the good news obviously the the good news has created this uh, this new people right the, These are saints how are saints uh, created? Well, since uh, uh, created through th- through the living and abiding Word of God, and the Bible tells us that is the good news, that is the gospel, and so there has to be a commitment to one another, a commitment uh, to uh, uh, hearing this good news together, um, coming together for for the purpose of worship, where we uh, where we sing the Word, um, we 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 come together to to sing the Word, we we come together to pray the Word. Uh, we come together to read the word uh, we we come uh, together to to visualize the word through the sacraments, baptism and 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 the and the Lord's uh, supper, uh, and we come together uh, to 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 preach the word, to hear the preaching of the word. Uh, for a person to uh, stand up in front of us, um, and for us to be engaged in worship by listening to the word of God as spoken through this uh, through this uh, uh, individual. So I I think the the key word is commitment. A commitment to one another. Uh, commitment to worshiping together. Um, commitment to caring for one another. Uh, commitment to discipling one another. Um, uh, and I think, yeah, when when you have that key ingredient, uh, then uh, you uh, you can you can call us a a, a, a local church
0: i got a big smile on my face while you're talking For two reasons One is you, you sounded like you had swallowed a 9 Marks journal As you were speaking <laughs> I, I was hearing kind of like See the word and hear the word And, and just I, I love that 9 Marks being a, a ministry that flows out of Capitol Hill Baptist Church associ- Associated with Mark Dever um, But what made me smile even more broadly Was Gus Pritchard and how much he enjoyed 9 Marks And, yes. I, and I kind of heard some of, of his his voice, even yeah. in in uh, as you were talking, and uh, really appreciated that. Um, I I love that that focus on the word commitment. So so when God's people in a particular place in a particular geographic location are committed to these things, the time is coming close uh, for constitution. Any anything to add there, Marco? Just in terms of, in terms of. When does a church actually become a church and not just a group of people that are maybe gathering together for pot roast on a, on a, on a Sunday and have a Bible open and are being good Christians you know going about Christian business but, 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 but what, what makes it distinctively church business when, when do they become a constituted local church?
2: No, I think I think I would agree with Sia. You can have a number of things happening, like studying scripture, praying together, those, those elements. But um, I, I do think the key ingredient, as he highlighted, is there is a covenanting and agreeing, a, a bonding, a binding together that we are going to um, engage with one another under the headship of Jesus Christ in this particular area mm-hmm. as a local expression of his body. And I think that's, that's huge as far as transitioning to uh, what you want to call maybe constituting as a local church. And maybe just one, one final thing would be, it's interesting, I don't know if meant to imply this, but, but I'll maybe say it more explicitly. What wasn't involved in that description was a set number of people mm. meeting together. Um, nor a certain level of, you know, finances in the pool of people who are in the group, Mm. uh, nor even um, officially installed or appointed elders. Now, again, I would just draw that from the book of Acts. You have groups of believers constituted together called churches by Luke as he's describing what's going on there in the early church. And in some places they're called churches even before there are elders officially appointed, and so some people, I think, would hold out, the, you know, kind of the three selves that we've heard about historically, sure. self-governing, self-propagating, self-sustaining as the mark of a church. Um, you know you have a local church when those three things exist, when they are governing themselves autonomously with local leadership, when they are able to uphold their own ministry, uh, financially, of church in their area, and when they're able to propagate, to make disciples, to branch out, continue evangelism, and maybe replication in their areas and beyond. And I think those, my, I would understand those from the New Testament not to be re- required marks to call a group of believers a church, but rather perhaps marks of maturity um, that a church would ideally want to aim for In time, but they wouldn't need those to be called a church or to function as a church Hmm. initially.
0: Aspirational in nature. Well, well guys look we, we've come up to 10 o'clock This has been a great chat I'm I'm enjoying it I, I really am I'm looking forward to us shifting gear In the second hour of the show As we speak Maybe more specifically About townships um, And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that I have no doubt that our listeners Are going to engage on that topic as well um, For now what we are going to do Is go to a musical and um, advertising interlude We will be listening to brand new day by Jonathan Butler between Marco Sia and myself as we engage on a very important topic of Township Reformation we have spent the last hour looking at church planting as a, as a macro theme in scripture we have been Uh, Taking a look at a number of scriptures We've spent some time in the book of Acts Acts 2, Acts 13, Acts 14 We've looked at uh, Romans chapter 15 verse 14 And a couple of other passages Uh, I've enjoyed that conversation I'm looking forward to now getting to the the sharp end of the spear And start to discuss uh, Township Reformation with you two brothers Um, Even as we do that I, I have no doubt that there will be some questions There will be some uh, comments, um, some personal stories that the listeners might want to engage with us as well If you are involved in a church on the outside that is reforming or reformed And you are in a township setting, would love to hear your stories You can engage with us on Facebook, Radio Pulpit or Radio Console is the Facebook page On Twitter, 657 AM And on WhatsApp and Telegram, the number is 082 Really looking forward to your voice notes. Uh, Let them roll in. Guys, the works that you are involved in at Reimsuch and at Zanspreit, uh, what is just some of the history? Um, Because you're coming into or or, or you're already involved in in works that have got some history behind them. So Sia, Mm -hmm. let's start with you, brother. Uh, What's some of the history of the work that you're involved in?
1: Um so the, the the work uh mark was uh started by a uh, a brother uh named Johnny Buchle uh, uh Johnny was a, a rugby player uh, interestingly enough um and uh, he was a baptist lay preacher uh he was a, a member of uh, the the Emmanuel Baptist Church um Uh, And sometime in 1990, uh, he had a particular burden uh, for uh, uh, people uh, that, uh, these people within this community that I'm in, uh, this, this informal settlement that was expanding. Uh, it's it's situated uh, near uh, a golf course just west of of Johannesburg, um, and so he had a particular burden for 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 these people, and um, consequently he would travel to this uh, to this community, uh, share the gospel, uh, evangelize. Um, eventually, they started meeting under this uh, this this tree um and uh they would uh, also eventually moved to a different location within the community they designed a meeting place uh which has been made with galvanized uh, iron uh, it's a very nice meeting place uh the seating capacity is 50 to uh to, to 60 people um, four years, five years, uh, approximately into the work, uh, Johnny uh, committed the work to another brother by the name of uh, Kleinbutt Janse van Rensburg. Very good brother, uh, loves the Lord uh, from from the Emmanuel uh, Baptist uh, Church. Um, he he has a, a a burden for 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 the poor and uh, people who uh, who who are in that uh, in that particular context um he he just cries out to these people right he he has a heart for them um and so claim has been over that work for the last 25 years or so Mm. um he uh, has regularly gone to that community uh, almost every sunday Um, He is not trained theologically, um, but the brother has a love for Jesus Christ. The brother uh, knows the Bible and he's been committed to just explaining uh, uh, biblical truth as best as he can uh, to to these people. Um, And so by the grace of God, this work has been preserved for the last uh, 25 years. You know, I make this example that uh, uh, there, there are some churches that are situated in um, in suburban areas. Not to speak a bad, a bad, terrible, negative word about suburban churches, but there are churches in suburban areas where uh, it, it is uh, seemingly conducive to the growth of that church. So in other words, because of the context where that church finds itself, uh, people uh, think that the, the church will thrive, the the, the church will grow. Uh, but you have some churches that are closing down and hmm. not able to uh continue uh, any any longer and yet you have this uh, this church plant situated in a poor area uh people who 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 have nothing compared to to our standards um and yet the lord for the past 25 close to 30 years has preserved this work by his own by his own power, and he has not used uh, a great man by the standards of the world. Uh, he's he's used a, a, a normal person um, to to instruct these people and to and to and to preserve this work. Just a testament of how the Lord is able to create an oasis in the midst of a, of a, of a wilderness. Uh, so that's how the work begun. Um, and it's it 's been it 's been uh, going on uh, uh, ever since there 's uh, approximately fifteen to uh, twenty five people uh, attending on a, on a Sunday on a Sunday morning, um, and yeah, um, so that's 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 the history of of of, of that work.
0: Man, I, I love the story, Mark. I'm going to pass the baton on to you soon, but I, I just want to just want to pick up a little bit more on the story. I, I love the story f- for this reason. One is, um, you see, kind of scripture in action. Right, one man is planting, and another man is watering. Yes. but by your own testimony, it's. God Himself who has bought the growth. It's God who Himself who has sustained the work. Mm. Um, I, I just I love that part of the story. I, I also love the testimony of men going out, and uh, one being an evangelist, um, mm. one man just just enduring mm. twenty five years, mm. uh, enduring. But 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 men of of of. You know, not kind of worldly report. Mm. Uh, I mean, these are men who love Jesus Mm -hmm. and who are handling God's word as best they can, Mm. um, that God's people might be served. Mm. I mean, that's just like. That's beautiful. Mm, that, that's mm. a lovely, lovely story. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe just to draw something out. Uh, I, I mean, both of those men have come from Emmanuel Baptist. Yes. You also are from Emmanuel Baptist on the yes. West End. Mm. Um, you know, I, I've had some interactions with the church uh, in the past. Uh, I, I've I've been there once or twice. Um what is the involvement of that local church Being in this plant over the years? Um, has it been to to send um, uh, pulpit relief from time to time When those specific men couldn't do it uh, You know, what? H- how has the church Been interacting uh, with the work At at Zunsprayt and, and, and what does that look like tangibly
1: yeah. Reimsach by the Reim- way Reimsach, yes. Sorry,
0: Zunsprayt is Marker, my bad guys <laughs> Sorry, 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 Reimsach No, it's okay
1: um, So Mark, over from from what i can tell um uh, over the years the the initiative has mainly been from the members mm. uh individual members uh who have been giving uh items like clothing uh, or or just finances um and uh, a couple of members sometimes uh, visiting the, the the work and attending a a service on a on a on a sunday morning uh, the the, the The great involvement has 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 been recent in in the sense that uh, when I came along um, here was this opportunity you know there they, they is not a formal pastor in 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 that in that work uh, they need a solid uh, uh, pastor uh, a man who is constantly there. Um, a man who is devoted to the to the spiritual nourishment and growth of these of these of these people, Claimboot uh, was more than happy to pass the baton uh, over 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 to me. This is something that he had been praying about. In fact, mm. uh, that uh, a a man who can relate with the people, um, he would say it himself uh, an African an African speaking guy, um, and uh, he 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 would you know uh, admittedly confess. Uh, that the 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 context is 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 foreign to him, but he cares for these people and he mm. loves and he loves these people, and so he 's praying uh, for a man who understands uh this 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 particular culture uh, and 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 these and these and these people um, and so here was this opportunity um, and I expressed my interest in uh, in in going there as a as a missionary uh, a pastor, uh, and Emmanuel Baptist uh, Church was uh, was was willing to, uh, to 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 support me in 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 going there. So going forward, the plan is that this uh, church plant would now come under the oversight uh, of of the Emmanuel Baptist Church and would become a church plant of the Emmanuel Baptist Church uh, with me um uh being accountable uh, to 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 Emmanuel Baptist mm. Church and uh conversing uh and sitting down with the elders and just reporting as Paul would right he uh, he would go out and he would preach the gospel to different locations and parts and then he would return uh to to Jerusalem and explain the great things that the Lord has done mm. and he uh he he would basically um uh, uh he was accountable right to 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 these people. People. So, in a similar fashion, uh, that's uh, that's that's what we we're, we're planning to do going forward. Yeah, I,
0: uh, you know, I love it. And if there are folk listening in, I, I I do want them to hear this this idea of one watering or one planting, one watering, God bringing the growth. In that, w- what you have described really has been a communal effort. You mm. know, some people have given clothes. You said some people had given finances in the past. Clearly, from time to time, if But couldn't. Uh, Be there on a Sunday Um, Other folk had gone out And proclaimed God's word Uh, There has been a communal effort uh, And and sometimes we overlook um, The small works That we can do um, For fledgling church plants Mm. That all add up as god's hand and god's love and uh, to the people that are are doing those works yes. so that when a man of god's own choosing comes in order to establish the work there, there's a platform that has been built by many hands yes. <laughs> many
1: workers and uh, can the i the quickly field. add oh, there sure. that um so so claim has has been over over this work for for the uh, you know last uh, 25 years or so but he's also received consistent help from some of the members at the Emmanuel Baptist Church. There's uh, another man by the name of Ambrose Mm -hmm. uh, who has been uh, uh, filling the pulpit consistently and 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 continually, there are two elderly uh, women from the Emmanuel Baptist Church uh, who are committed to teaching uh, young kids on on a Sunday. So you'd be shocked at the number of kids that we get on a, on a Sunday morning, close to at uh, thirty. And I wouldn't uh, be shocked. Uh, <laughs> I'd be delighted. That's wonderful. <laughs> so those elderly uh, women are, are yeah. very, um, they're, they're very helpful in in just uh, informing those young kids. Uh, with 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 biblical with biblical truth um, sure. and so i would i would totally uh, agree and acknowledge that um, uh, uh, even though Claimwood has has been the one at the helm of this of this work there have been people from the emmanuel baptist church who have been particularly a great blessing to him and to the work i love it what, what a great start to the
0: story of a church plant uh, really highly encouraged marco um for yourself brother same kind of story what's the history of the work that you involved in at sunsprite have i got Sunspread Sprite right for you at least. Reimsich on this side, Zanspreit on that side.
2: Yes, you got it right. But interestingly, so it started for me when I transitioned up from Nelspreit to Johannesburg in 2017 um, to to serve at at Antioch Bible Church. Um, I was staying in Reimsich, um, maybe pretty close uh, to where uh, Sia's work is, and I would commute. I, I'd drive down um, ah, forgetting uh, where Monash is, the main road there. And, I, know the, uh, I
0: know the road. I don't know the name either.
2: <laughs> yeah. Going up to Bayer's, and you just turn right on Bayer's to head down to, to Honeydew. And so I would drive by Zonspray. That's the first time I saw it. It was just commuting uh, from where I was staying. I was only there for three weeks, but that was enough. It immediately just visually grabbed my attention as I drove by, and I began to um, be interested in and pray for the community. I think I I shared that with with Tim, one of the pastors there at Antioch, at some point, just what is this place? What's going on there? And and he uh, had said that um, he knew someone who lived in the community. Others at Antioch did as well. And if I remember correctly, they had been praying, uh, at least as leaders or individuals um, within the congregation uh, for the community, and just wondered, you know, maybe dreamt uh, could there be something that they could do perhaps to start a church there in Zonspray? And so that just started initial conversations and further prayer. And then it was a pretty interesting um, way in which I connected uh, with a brother, Relebo uh, Mohai. Um, just call him Mohai. They're in the community. Um, I met him at a soccer game. Uh, Gavin Peacock was mm. over... Um, Yeah, in 2017, I think for the res conference and uh, spoke at Antioch, and because he had played professional football in England uh, in the Premier League, we thought one way in which we might connect with people from the community in Zunsprey would be through a soccer game, so we distributed flyers, plastered his... His face on it. We were shameless. Come play against Gavin Peacock, and you know, <laughs> so and, and they assembled a team together um, of some some guys in the community, and we put a ragtag bunch of us together from Antioch, and, and uh, had Gavin Peacock at the helm. And well, so we what played. What was the final score? I'm 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 like four, I'm I'm joking. I'm sure that wasn't the five, four, point. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I forgot that wasn't the point partway through the match. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we thought as an opportunity just to try to meet people from the community at the pitch there off of Bears. Gavin gave his testimony and some of the gospel at, uh, at halftime. And that's where uh, I think Tim connected with, with Mahai there. And Tim had a coffee with him and another brother who was at the time potentially interested in the community there in Zonspray. In some kind of a Bible study, church planting work. So then Tim put me in contact with Mahai. I visited uh, him a couple times. He works, he lives and works in the community in, of Zonspreit, uh at an after school uh, care uh, program called Polang. And he would have the uh, responsibility, I think every day at one point, of just gathering his coworkers together. And instructing them out of the scriptures before they officially started work, mm. and so I sat in wow. on that, just just listened, observed, just tried to get to know him. We started meeting once, and then it turned into twice a week. Um, just getting to know each other, building a friendship, a relationship there. This was this was probably the end of 2017, and as we prayed, we got to know each other. I just floated the idea: what if we started a Bible study? At the community center, Emton Ton Jenny, there in Zahn's and just invited people from the community to come. And so we did that. And in the beginning of 2018, I think late January, we started with the Christianity Explained. I might have that confused with Explored. Explored but I think your, it was Explained. One,
0: one of the two. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So we started with that, did six weeks um, in that study, and then just have continued now for about three years, just a weekly meeting on Saturday for a couple hours, uh, mainly just studying scripture. We went through the Gospel of John, the letters of John. Now we're in the Gospel of Mark and just inviting people uh, openly from the community. It's um, probably, I'd say primarily, at least initially was primarily evangelistic and it still has very much of an evangelistic um, emphasis uh, in the meeting there on Saturday. Um, and yeah, we've just been working with Mahai and other people from the community
0: there. Uh, excellent. I, I, I'm loving. I'm loving the story of of how of how these uh, of how these ministries start. I, I guess it does though raise the question, and I'm going to point this. Uh, I'm going to point this to you, Sia, and, and and maybe to you as well, Marco. Um, it raises the question as to as to why. Another church. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just thinking of South Africa. There is practically a church on every single street corner. You know, in our, in our land, there's, there's churches all over the place. I'm guessing in both Remsach and in Zanspruit, there are there are churches abounding. Why why another church, guys? Why, why not just partner with an existing work? Um, why not? Evangelize and bring people to an already established church nearby um, hmm. what's the pressing need for for a church okay I, I guess in your case you 've been evangelizing there there is a work there' there's, this, there's the start of a already, work there's yeah. a, a critical mass of people. Why not connect them to an existing church? Why
1: constitute a new church um, <laughs> so so mark i would i I would say that uh, uh, although there are I want to use the term um places of worship although there are many uh, places of of worship in our country uh, although there might be a a couple of places of worship even within that uh, that that community um it is very rare to find a a a place of worship or a church as biblically defined uh, a church that emphasizes the gospel, mm. uh, a, a church that is committed to preaching and teaching the Word of God. Um, the uh, The great crime of the day is that uh, uh, thousands of people go to places of worship Um, uh, but they don't hear the good news.
0: That's that's a quotable quote. They they don't hear the gospel. Repeat that, the great crime of the day.
1: So thousands of people, Mm. they go to places of worship, uh, so-called churches, but they don't hear the good news. They Mm. don't hear the gospel. They Mm. don't hear about Jesus Christ. Um, Paul calls the church the, the the buttress of of the truth mm. um, and and so when you go to a place of of worship and you don 't hear the truth um, that that is a great indictment uh, that, that is something wrong. Um, and so there, 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 there is a, a a tremendous need to to plant churches that center on the gospel that preach the gospel of Jesus Christ um, and churches that uh, uh, emphasize the glory of God and the beauty of God. The prosperity gospel is rampant and rife in our country mm-hmm. um, and 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 so we, we, we need churches that preach the gospel so as to uh, counteract this 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 prosperity gospel, and so there there are churches, uh, places of of worship in in the community of of, of Reimsach, but it's very uh, rare to to uh, I, I haven't seen an in, in an evangelical church, a church that that emphasizes the 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 gospel and salvation within within that community, and I do believe that uh, we we as Christians should endeavor. Um, to to have churches planted in every community, um, we 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 need to 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 uh, propagate the the very uh, good news of Christ Jesus to every people group to every community, um, and we need a a church. Uh, within that that community that uh, expresses or an expression of 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 that of that community, so i I, I want to see a church in Reimser that emphasizes the gospel that is an expression of that community. Um, and so if there's no church there, then what what should we do? We w- instead of inviting people to visit a suburban church seven kilometers away, why not plant a church in that community? Um, let 's let 's plant a church in that community let 's use some of the resources that we have in that suburban church so as to plant a church there and and build a a lighthouse within within that within that area um, so that that church would also serve the, uh, the the spiritual needs and interests of the people within that community mm. right You take those people away from that community um, how are the the remaining uh, uh, individuals within that community going to hear the gospel? Mm. Where are they gonna go? Because mm. um, your bus is not going to take them, right? Yes. Um, so we we need a <laughs> church there that the people know about, uh, so that they they would attend that that local church. Um, so that's how I I think I would I would answer that question. Oh,
0: see, uh, I I mean, you know, on the one hand, my, my heart sinks as you say what you <laughs> say, and on the other hand, my heart soars. My heart sinks because I think it is a shared testimony amongst many brethren that I love. Uh, I think of uh, church plants into oliven hot bosch um um, I, I think of church plants Into Davidton uh, Just down the road from me Chris Mguni And the work <laughs> that he's doing Into uh, Alexander and Tembisa and, and, and men that are doing Really good works In these areas But their common testimony Is just the lack The absolute the absolute dearth Of sound Bible teaching churches Which lift Jesus up high And make him known uh, and, and when I think of suburb suburbia You know often Yes, there are churches on every street corner And we can discount many of those churches But but there still remains Many Bible teaching churches In the city of Benoni mm. um, In the city of Santon or Bryanston Or Midrand mm. um, Many Bible teaching churches um, uh, The The ratio of people to churches Is high but as soon as you go across literally 7Ks down the road uh, and cross over into townships, the, the ratio sinks. Mm. I mean, it absolutely plummets mm. of good, sound, solid teaching churches which, which proclaim the good news of the gospel um, to the people in their areas. And mm. so my heart sinks when I hear that. But my heart really begins to soar <laughs> mm. when I hear your passion, brother, and the clarity in which you speak. Um, my my heart is really encouraged that God is raising up men who have a passion for the lost uh, and want to see the kingdom extended. Amen. Um, Marco, I, I, you know, Sia, I think answered that with such clarity. I, I I'm, I, I doubt that there's much to add. Um, but, but in terms of your sc- scenario, it, it is slightly different. Uh, mm-hmm. The area that you're going to, the motivations might be slightly different. It, it, would you like to add a nuance or, or, or cover ground that we haven't covered?
2: Not, again, not substantially different, um, but I mean just thinking of Zonspreit, uh as its own community there, it's hard to get exact numbers of how many people live in that area, but I've heard estimates of within two and a half, approximately two and a half square kilometers, you have upwards of fifty to 70,000 homes. So you're talking maybe one to 200,000 people. Yes, yes. Um, Very dense. Um, And and I think when I, and again, I admit, I have not campused the entire community. I haven't spoken to every so-called church, the place of worship, or or church leader in the area to know exactly what's there. But from what I've gathered, I only know of maybe three to four churches um, who are proclaiming the gospel, as Sia articulated, who are serious about carefully interpreting and applying the Bible as the sole authority in believers' lives for following Jesus, not mixing uh, whether it is uh, African traditional religion and practices on the one hand, or on the other hand, uh, promises of health, wealth, and prosperity that is also unfortunately rife um, in in Zonspreit. So let's just say there are six to ten, even you mm-hmm. know, healthy churches. Um, they're quite small, and within a community of even a hundred thousand people, I think it it begs for Uh, another healthy local church
0: there. Mm, mm. You know, I mean, that was my experience um, going to Crystal Park. Um, My wife and I literally tried to drive up and down every single street in the small suburban setting that we moved to. We canvassed the whole area. We sat on Google Maps and marked every single church. At the time there were 14 churches in a a very small suburban setting. And, And then we looked at what the churches taught. Um, and recognise that that we might not be the only Bible church. If if I was sent as a church planted to plant Crystal Park Baptist Church, we might not be the only um, Bible church in the area. But the truth is, there were, you know, according to the twenty eleven census, about twenty two and a half thousand people in this in this small little uh, suburban setting, and the churches you know that that might be bible teaching had maybe a hundred maybe between fifty and a hundred people the the reality is there needed to be another church mm. in the area there needed to be another gospel core the 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 people were in darkness and they they needed they needed light mm. um so so i I went to Crystal Park which is suburbia and you know see, you, you mentioned like suburbia you kind of think well you know these places are geared for growth you know there, mm-hmm. there's middle income earners and um, there, I had a building um, it wasn't even um, an iron structure or a zinc structure mm-hmm. you know I had a I had a brick and mortar building that I went to, and um, you kind of anticipate growth, and and the Lord has blessed us. We we we've grown we've grown out of our building, Amen. but I have faced some real challenges. Mm. I'd be interested to know the kinds of challenges mm. that that a township planter faces. What mm. what are some of the challenges? What are some of the the difficulties that Either you have faced, or that you anticipate, um, yes. given the unique setting of the township.
1: Yeah. Um, firstly, I I would say that um, there there is financial uncertainty tied uh, to to the work. Um, so, particularly in 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 that community, uh, you you have people that, compared to to our standards, uh, they they are poor people. Um, uh, most of the people have employment, but it's it's not permanent employment. Um, they have peace jobs, um, and and so they uh, they they get by. However, it's it's a it's a it's a difficult uh, a situation, and so the uh, the the ability for these people to be able to provide uh, for a a, a salary. Uh, of a full time pastor in the next five years mm. is 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 unlikely. There's, mm. um, yeah, there's 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 no way, um, naturally speaking, um, and so there there has been financial uncertainty that has been tied uh, to, uh, to 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 the work. Um, currently at this moment, I am partially supported by 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 Emmanuel uh, Baptist uh, Church. Uh, the the plan was to. Um, Uh, eventually rope in and bring in external funding Um, you know because Emmanuel Baptist is currently supporting their pastor um, now there's there's this uh, you know added I I don't want to use the word burden Um, there's there's this added pressure to support another guy um, and whose whose church might not be able to, to fully support him uh, in the next in the next five years, and so they, we 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 try to to bring in uh, external funding. The Lord has has answered our, our prayers. There has been. Uh, some some movement uh, with with respect to that. Heartcry is also partially uh, supporting me at uh, at at the moment. Um, and, and again, just to just to underline, because they they've been such
0: a wonderful partner with have. so many yes. friends. Our yes. uh, works. Yes. hard uh, heartcry being the organisation. Uh, which flows out of the ministry of Paul washer mm-hmm. Paul washer himself being incredibly influential in the reform story mm. in South Africa mm. the Baptist reform story in South Africa uh, a couple of these messages in particular that most shocking, shocking message that message, yes. I mean that's just had that's just had so much traction on YouTube yes. that when I speak to guys that come into Crystal Park particularly young African men yes. that that are like Eating up Sproul And MacArthur John And John Piper yeah. And just like Absolutely chasing After the doctrines of grace Often when you When you track their story It comes down to I, I was a believer I was at a church And you know I was I was uh, I was serving In whatever capacity mm-hmm. And then I heard This message mm-hmm. And my eyes were open mm-hmm. <laughs> It was as if He was talking to me yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know why, why Why are you laughing <laughs> I'm I'm talking to you I mean uh, Yeah was, was has had such an influence and 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 then his influence has been extended by the fact that um you see um real um sacrificial mm. partnership mm. flowing from the state mm. uh, into South Africa, mm-hmm. so that many of the guys that are you know like minded that mm. are that are in township um, churches And sometimes uh, Not even township churches But inner city churches mm. Works that would be Very difficult To be self-sustaining um, Given the fact That they're in hard places mm. uh, And I'm thinking of guys Like you know Down in Cape Town and the Cape Flats um, Mario Mario uh, yeah, and yeah I just yeah. You know Good guys Doing great work um, mm. And receiving External funding uh, For that work mm. uh, So that they might Be established And strengthened yes. I'm really encouraged By that work And similar work yes, So yeah yes. just Just you know so grateful to God for organisations like HeartCraft. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interject, but, yeah, I, but I did, I did um, want to just. So, add that so
1: in. yeah, that's that's. Uh, I I think that has been the, the 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 main, um, you know, cause of anxiety in my life uh, recently. Uh, however, the Lord has been very gracious uh, and uh, and and kind. Uh, there, there's still need for 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 more uh, resources, um, but I have been particularly encouraged by. Uh, God's uh, uh, intimations of His approval of this work, um, and then I, I think the the, the second uh, challenge, particularly when it comes to an informal settlement, uh, is the the, the short term nature of membership. Um, so, mm-hmm. in an informal settlement, you, you you know you have people that are. Are struggling mm. however there's there's the possibility that uh, they might uh, you know increase their financial mm. uh, capabilities get a job, get a job. Um, some of them already do have jobs sure. by the way you know they're willing to work however um the, the jobs that they are finding uh, mm. are, are not jobs that are you know excellent and pay and mm-hmm. pay well um, however if they were able to find a job that pays well um, it 's likely that they they would move to uh, a location that is um well off mm. right um, and and so you 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 there 's this possibility of of people within the church um, experiencing material blessing uh, from the Lord and then having them move to to a different location now you see you 're losing members now. <laughs> Um, however, interestingly, I, I don't think that should be uh, a paralysis to the work. It it should sure. not paralyze the work. In fact, if my view is concerned about the kingdom of God and not merely my church, mm. if, if I'm concerned about the kingdom of God, a wider perspective, mm. then that could be a blessing because here you have this member uh, who has been converted who is now a carrier of the good news, mm. right? They're a carrier of the gospel, and so wherever they go to, they might go to another uh, township. Now you have a person who is a a blessing to the people that he is going to, because he is going to be a shining light within, uh, within within that community. And who knows, uh, that person might even uh, plant a church there, uh, start a Bible study, mm. uh, discipling people. Uh, and, and, and so on so it, it, it might be a disadvantage yeah for my church however in, in the long run uh, kingdom perspective it's, it might be a blessing S-
0: Sia I love your heart I really do but I also appreciate the challenge uh, I, I think of um, Claudie who was doing a, a staff internship with uh, Crystal Park Baptist Church last year? He was in his fourth year at Christ Seminary, uh, and he comes from a rural setting. He he described much of what you're saying. Mm. You know, um, transient members. Uh, as soon as a person gets a job in a rural setting, they off to an yes. urban setting where they can work. Um, same would be true of Zone and, and and that is a real challenge. I I mean, I I love your heart, and 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 you are correct. I mean, obviously. To have a kingdom view And to have a bigger view Of these things But how do you then go about Establishing a um, a, 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 a strong yeah. church I'm not even thinking Of self-supporting But I, I'm thinking of The guys that are getting jobs are Often the guys that That are, that, that are Applying themselves yes. Not just to work But to all areas yes. of life yes. um, Often guys that maybe You would earmark for potential leadership yes. um, and, and I, I guess my, 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 my concern my, uh, in terms of the challenges you've expressed it is is how that affects not just the finances but how that affects the establishment of, of local
1: church leadership, yes. deacons, yes. elders yeah.
0: you know, people who can serve um, just uh, my heart goes out to you it's a, that's a real challenge mm,
1: mm. But, but, but also I think it's important to remember that you know Mark there, there's nothing impossible with God um God is able to do uh, great great and remarkable things and if if this church is a vibrant church yes and the word is powerfully preached in this place people love one another regardless of where you live yes. you might live 7 kilometers away you will yeah. want to go to that church yeah. um for 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 spiritual encouragement and for spiritual nourishment um and uh it, it's if you have a particular burden for these people and especially for churches that are struggling right mm, mm. Uh, i i think we we should have that mindset that okay um if i'm going to choose a church um maybe it's 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 okay to to think um, is this church in need mm. do they need more members mm. do they need more finances can I be a tremendous blessing to this church? Not necessarily you're you're now thinking, what can I consume from this church? Yes. Right? What can I take out of this church? No. How can I be of great blessing to this church? Yes. Um and so I think that work presents that sort of opportunity mm. to a, a a Christian. I got I've um, got to
0: underline what you're saying. I've experienced it at Crystal Park Baptist Church. I, I think of a man who served next to me as an elder. Um, Uh, Just an incredible man, Warren Scott. He Mm. chose to come to Crystal Park Baptist Church at a time that we were really small and in desperate need of excellence Mm. Uh, and he joined us and and came with his time and his treasure and his talents and Mm. and invested in this local church uh, as opposed to a church which would have been very comfortable for him down the road. I I think of uh, a man like Caleb Kendigore, um, who was a member at Crystal Park Baptist Church uh, living in Benoni but chose to move to Grace Baptist Church uh, in Daverton, mm. uh, in order to join that work mm-hmm. and in order to support that work and, mm. and come next to Chris Mguni uh, mm. in that work I, I, I do I, I think that God does raise up people who live 7Ks down the road mm-hmm. but who have a heart for a church yes. in a Zanspreit yes. or uh, yeah great point excellent point mm. and an encouraging point because because mm. this isn't a human work this is a exactly. this is a God work and yes. God raises up people for yes. moments just like this yes. um, we need lots of men that are that are courageous and bold and will do that and mm. when I say men I, I mean that in the general sense of the word Marco just in terms of challenges and, and maybe if you could also trans uh, uh, kind of shift the gear and move the move the conversation toward joys as well, <laughs> the the joys of serving in these contexts. Uh, you you've also got some time under the belt. Uh, you know, started off with a with a soccer game with Graham Peacock and then meetings uh, with men in the in the in the area. You you you've been you've started this process. Um, what are some of the challenges as you see it up to now? But what are some of the real joys that you've experienced?
2: Yeah, thanks. So challenges would would be similar, probably to to what C is experiencing uh, in Rameshik. There, I mean, the first two that that came to my mind, or two of the first three that came to my mind, were uh, finances as well. Um, although I think, it, yeah, it's a great opportunity just to think creatively and and think about approaching, you know, pastoral ministry and and structuring churches in ways such that even in communities like ours, uh, I think. It's not just a pie in the sky ideal, but a reality that a self-sustaining church with no external funding can happen. And that's what I would, would hope to to see happen on straight. Um But yeah, so finances are a real challenge, transitory nature of the community, um, and not just people moving out because they found uh, better paying work and would like to be you know, in a better living situation, which I can understand, but even the fact in Zanspreit of uh, illegal immigrants being Mm -hmm. in the community there. And so we've we've run across that and had to really try to pray and and seek wisdom to know how to balance um, encouraging people, especially those who profess to be followers of Jesus. Mm. Um, What does that look like to obey Jesus in relationship to the governing authorities in the country of South Africa and international migration laws, but also compassionately meeting them in their uh, difficult circumstances and trying to, to help them uh, often in, yeah, just hard economic places and broken family situations. Um, so yeah, I would echo um, much of the challenges that he's mentioned. Another one in Zansprey particularly would be just language. It's a very diverse uh, community, um, a number of South African uh, people there speaking different mother languages, first languages, but also people pouring in from, from Malawi, um, from Zimbabwe, uh, other countries as well. So just trying to practically think about a common unifying language uh, in which to say, have the Bible study on Saturday. And so we've had to try to think creatively about how to, work hard to make sure as best as we can that people are understanding uh, what is being taught from the scriptures and how that applies to them uh, personally. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I mean, we've touched on some of these that that come to mind. We've talked about the false forms of Christianity. Um, I I find it's very difficult because you're using Christian terms. You're using biblical terminology with some people, and they're nodding in agreement with you mm. and you think you're on the same page, but there is a whole lot of um, baggage that's coming there and differences and definitions and understandings um, from people. So that's just a, a difficult thing to work, I think, in a community with a lot of people who have been culturally Christianized in false forms of Christianity and having to sort of undo and correct that and, and dig down and and uh, try to fix the foundation, the false or bad foundation that's
0: been there. Um, Marco, we've, we've had... Yeah, I can it. touch on some others. Yeah, uh, look, as as you guys have been talking, clearly we, we're starting to talk about um, areas that people are familiar with. And so um, mm-hmm. uh, Zella asked the question regarding Reimsich and, uh, and, and just who the people are that Emmanuel Baptist is working with uh, in that area. And we spoke about... Um, Kleinboy boy, Cl- clean boot, clean uh, Janse van Jens <laughs> von um, van uh,
1: Ambrose um Joha um Elena Heba Mita Heba um those uh were the the people who were uh, particularly involved in 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 that work now with the transition of a new leadership mm. uh, there I I'm the one who's uh, who's who's was mainly involved Um, another brother uh, by the name of uh, Esengosi Kumalo, who's also a member of the Emmanuel Baptist Church, who's been such a great encouragement. Um, He does the "Quote unquote deacon work um, in uh, in the in the in the church plant." So we have a portable uh, a speaker. Um, unfortunately, there's no power in the community, so we have to use a portable a portable, uh, a portable uh, speaker. The brother has been a, a tremendous blessing uh, with with respect uh, to that, and just having someone there uh, who is from the Emmanuel Baptist Church, who is uh, a brother familiar to me, is a blessing that I did not realize initially yeah. that I would need. Yeah, um, I, I I thought I would do this right, really? um, and uh, I thought I was strong. And then um, the 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 Lord provided this brother. In fact, the second Sunday that I went there, he um, he he hinted and alluded to the fact that he wants to just visit uh, and and just see the work. Um, and he came that one Sunday, um, and he's been coming ever since. Uh, and the brother has been a, a tremendous, a, a tremendous blessing. And then you have other. Uh, uh, members from from the Emmanuel Baptist Church who sometimes visit because the work starts at eleven o'clock. Our service starts at mm. eleven, and so you know most Baptist churches start very early um, when people are still uh, uh, in their in their sleepy mood. Um, but we start at eleven o'clock when everyone is fresh um, and and fully awake. Um, and so after Emmanuel Baptist Church uh, finishes, they have the opportunity to just uh, come and come and see the the, the, the work here yeah. Another
0: another kind of connection in terms of my own lived experience was a year after I arrived at Crystal Park Baptist Church um, A worship leader from Midrand Chapel, left Midrand Chapel, my sending church And moved right across the city in order to join the work at Crystal Park Baptist Church What mm. an un Believable encouragement that was To have Charles Farrell uh, next to me He he actually over time Became uh, one of the first elders Mm. uh, In the church And was a great blessing Has subsequently moved into mission work Mm. um, But was a great blessing Mm. uh, To have next to me at the time And then I remember I've been at Crystal Park for 10 years And we still sometimes get visitors Mm. From our sending church Midrand Chapel And every time you see a person in the pew Mm. That you recognize Or even sometimes now we'll have people that we don't recognize, you know, Mm. they need to Midran Chapel and come and check out the work at Crystal Mm. Park. my heart soars because I remember that it takes a strong church to plant the church it takes a the church mm. with a capital C to plant these the, these these fledgling local churches mm. that in and of themselves um, have no right to exist in mm. a in a dark world which mm. is set against Jesus Christ mm. and in animosity to this gospel which they are proclaiming but but really just the strength of Jesus's experience through his people mm. <laughs> even as they do something as simple as just visit on a Sunday. I mean, yeah. great, great encouragement. Um, Marco, th- this question is really for you, brother. Um, good morning, all. And this comes from uh, a sh- a Shalom, um, long-time listener. We should have like a jingle, DK, that, that uh, for for long-time listeners when they comment. But he, uh, she says, "Good morning, all." Uh, is this Zunsprayt, um you are referring to? The one past Pretoria Gardens, close to the Zansport Cemetery.
2: Not
0: that i'm aware of okay, well there you go austin answered <laughs> Good good job brother. It's
2: uh, it's it's in honeydew. honeydew, uh, need yeah. Yeah. yeah, so
0: So I mean i'm looking at the time. I can't believe that we've been talking for two hours This has gone by <laughs> way quicker than I mean I like, I wanted us to Like dig into uh, just just so much interesting stuff We're gonna have to invite you guys to come back. Um I'm really appreciative That both of you said yes um, I, I was saying just before the show um, That uh, uh, To Sia That this was a topic I wanted to engage on uh, You were the first two guys That I approached To talk on it um, And both of you Immediately said yes I mean you had a couple of questions And re- reservations and, and wanted to check out The questions that I might ask Marco You're very precise um, But I, I really appreciate Your willingness To come at it on at Two o'clock in the morning While your are 19 month old Is mm-hmm sleeping just down the road and see your willingness to drive across the city in order to be here in studio with me. Thank you thank you guys so much for your kingdom hearts yeah. um, and for your desire to see the good news of the gospel Go to every corner of our country. I'm I'm greatly encouraged to be in an army <laughs> which has lieutenants like you in it. I'm really greatly encouraged by that, guys. And and, and so I'm I'm moved uh, out of a desire to pray uh, for you to partner with you uh, as I can. How can we be praying for you? I mean, Marco, right now you're sitting on the wrong side of the world, brother. Um, uh, obviously uh, there, there's big changes and transitions for you and for your family. Uh, I'm going to start with you. You've got maybe a minute. Just how how can I be praying for you? Uh,
2: yeah, personally, you can just pray for the logistics. Like I mentioned earlier, as we're we're planning to to hopefully come back later in the year. Um, but yeah, even even while we're here, I mean, I'm I'm visiting a progressive liberal Lutheran church in the area here and engaging with leadership. And with uh, people in this church to pray for those opportunities uh, for the gospel and for evangelism there. And, yeah, pray for a brother uh, by the name of Martin Sitifani, a member, faithful member at Antioch. who's a student at Shepherd Seminary that is overseeing the work on the ground there in Zonspreit for the past 13 months now. Um, In my absence, as I've been here in the States, um, pray for him to have wisdom, to know how to, to lead that group well and grow them in maturity. Pray for Mohai and, and another brother, Tabo in Zonsprayt, who are preaching um, at the Zonsprayt Clinic Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday mornings, so there's opportunities for evangelism there, and just pray that the core group of believers uh, in this weekly Bible study would sacrificially love each other well, um, mm-hmm. that they would... Um, show a unity that can only exist, and a love that can only exist as a new creation in the body of Christ, and that they would be a strong witness for the light of the gospel the screen.
0: Okay, I love that, Marco. Certainly certainly will be in prayer for you, and, and I'm hoping that many listeners will be praying
1: for you too. See, how how can we be praying for you? Yeah, um, pray pray for God's uh, continued provision. Um, thus far, the Lord has been faithful. And I have been borne up by by the prayers of his people, so do do pray that the Lord would continue to provide uh, pray that the Lord would continue to console and encourage me. Uh, church planting can sometimes oftentimes be very discouraging, um, so pray that the lord would would continue to to bring many consolations and encouragements along my way. Pray for wisdom i I need wisdom. To, to lead and and to pastor these people uh, to know when uh, to implement change um, and and when to start things and when to uh, uh, to 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 hesitate so I, I need the lord's wisdom I pray, pray that the Lord would impart his his wisdom uh, upon me, pray for the conversion of many um, pray mm. that uh, the the Lord would bring in. Uh, many into his eternal kingdom uh, through uh, uh, my ministry over over that community, pray that the people of God would grow uh, that uh, they would be strengthened uh, and built up through uh, my my ministry uh there uh, as 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 well so yeah
0: well, guys, thank you so much for joining me today really, really appreciate both of you um I look forward to seeing how God uses you in the works uh, which he has set you to um, and trusting that he will undertake um, both for uh, provision for these works as well as glorify himself in and through them Um, Our prayers go out to all the elders and deacons holding the line in local churches and to all our missionaries (laughs) serving on foreign fields. And we want to remember and pray for and give much respect to first responders, firefighters, police, paramedics and correctional service officers serving in our nation. You've been listening to Table Talk with me, your host, Mark. We're going to be going to news now. So until next week, Friday, go with God and get after it.